Well, I'm going to tell you about Let me just say how pleased to be in that all of you have been able to join us this afternoon, and we're delighted to be sharing your company for an afternoon of enjoyment friendship and knowing most of you, uh, what will be stimulating conversations. The garden party season, this now is number four, is a special time of the year here in the Auris when Sabine and I welcome to Auris and Uther many citizens who have contributed in their own special way their talents, their work and indeed their genius to Irish society. This afternoon is special because indeed the people who have been gathered here and we're honouring are people who have made a contribution that is really representing the best of Ireland. We are very fortunate to be joined in the gardens of Oris and Uthron by all of the fellow citizens to whom I have made reference, but I think they are not just people with artistic and creative minds, and that is important, but it is as important, but it is also of extraordinary generosity, applying their time and labour for the benefit of us, and future generations. From with Harvard, that we commend up us Golaksatoshit, Lishnatalanata Aka. I'm very pleased to have the opportunity then of thanking that particular community for all that you contribute to our society and to Ireland's reputation as a country of creativity, Krohiot, and imagination, Saliot. You are defining, sharing, and communicating beauty in your own special way, through your work as painters, sculptors, crafters, designers, all the many other ways in which you contribute so profoundly to the life of our society. And it's important that we be able to say this, is that only do we benefit from the aesthetic of your work, but also for your manifestation of the role of art, artistic craft, and the artist in our society in helping us to understand the nature of our society and its, in its wonder and possibilities and our own role within that society. One element that never appears in any of my speeches when people speak about the cultural dimension of society or the artistic dimension. This is because I believe that that is wrong. I believe that economies and societies are created within cultures and you start within cultures. Elsewhere I've been saying, it is culture that will save the economy, not economy that will make culture possible. Now, we owe an enormous debt of gratitude for all the reasons I've been saying, for enabling us to view our world in a way that is new and emancipatory. We're not fully free yet. The work of innovative and imaginative Irish craftspeople is receiving acclaim on both the national and international stage, reminding us that Irish creativity and our country's reputation as a world-class source for quality and craftsmanship is something in which we can all celebrate and take pride. A long time ago, I remember a dear friend, Dr Noel Brown, saying to me once, as we talked in his house in Clockmore, just think, if every house had just one beautiful object, what a difference it would make. 
what a source of memory it would make for every child. And here in Ireland, crafted objects are central to our rich heritage of culture. They remind us, of course, of how much our craft has developed from ancient skills cultivated by our ancestors, passed down through generations, but they also, and this is the most exciting part, celebrate new and innovative uses of imagination as people engage with new forms of materials and technology. For craft, like all art forms, is continuously evolving, and it can and it does use technological advancement for new shapes and new benefits. All of our artists and designers that are gathered here today and their friends are greatly skilled at weaving together the legacy of traditional techniques and the imaginative use of the contemporary materials to which I've referred. They remind us through their imaginings and craft that we belong to a world that is diverse and beautiful, to a global family that has both unique and shared elements. Not so long ago I was talking to sculptors and how profoundly spiritual in the best sense it is, is that somebody would say, sculptor would say, that is the way it came out. In the same way as poets, the best of them speak about making a poem. We are in Ireland, of course, I think, currently moving and engaging with a decade of commemorations. A decade that encompasses not just the Easter Rising, but other defining events such as the Great Lockout of 1913, the outbreak of the First World War, the War of Independence, and we will have to be honest and face the realities of the Irish Civil War. I think that one of the significant means of ensuring that the public, including future generations, remember defining moments, founding moments, is through commemorative public art, through statues, monuments and sculptures, designed as representations of aspects of these events that will engage and inform and allow for a real understanding of how such similar events have profoundly influenced the contemporary moment. I think that that is, is, is so important. Here in Orson Sabina and I, and it's mostly Sabina, had she had the idea first. It was agreed that a significant piece of public art in this beautiful garden setting would be an appropriate and permanent tribute to the women and men whose effort and sacrifice contributed so much to Irish freedom. And without whose efforts, you would not have the ninth president of Ireland standing here. And that it would also serve as an inspiration towards realising such a promise as that was outlined in the 1916 proclamation. We received many imaginative, creative, and I have to say greatly inspiring proposals from greatly talented designers. And I hope that they all make their way into the public space somewhere in Ireland. And I'm delighted that some of them have been able to join us here today. You're all Firkin Fogeroy Kileir, Akahoire. The artwork that was selected, Jar Nina, the people's acorn, focuses on a seed. It is the nature of a seed that it contains both a history and a great potential. And the piece chosen is a piece of art that will be lasting and symbolic both recalling our rich and complex past and providing a vision for the future. Arak Benini is a genaum kene on fish krahakatoichastor. The acorn contains a time, a time capsule which will ensure this commemorative work will hold within it a living representation of the present time, formed by the past and already crafting the future to come.
Ta firkin ahasaram gwil racial joint in Shailen and you, Agastam is sul gomorla jarkan and in ekal, as they call it Greek. Agastan kinchigamunit kortarihuganaras, chana fatkin as, Agastaspraak for konmakna viet koman. I am so pleased that racial joint is able to be with us this afternoon and the completion of the project I'm really looking forward to, and it will be an inspiration to all who come to Oris and Uthron. Works of art, of course, create strong and beautiful connections between nations and peoples, introducing us to new perceptions of the world, reminding us of what we must not forget, and those events that have been shaped by the experiences of others. Last week I had the pleasure of welcoming members of the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma to Arsenuthron, a nation whose ancestors gave to our ancestors a gift of glowing compassion and solidarity during one of the darkest periods in Irish history, the Great Famine, on Gorthamore. We Irish will never forget how, in the winter of 1847, as people in Ireland were dying from starvation and despair, members of the Choctaw Nation met in the small town, they would have a scully, it would be in their own language, Scullyville, Oklahoma, to discuss the plight of the Irish. And although their own resources were very limited, they decided to send to Ireland whatever funds they could manage. There's an argument as to whether it was $174 or $741. And they were themselves people who had been expelled from 11 million acres of arable land on one side of the Mississippi to 15 million acres of desert on the other side, and many of whom's members would die on the journey that was forced upon them. 170 years later, we chose to honour and commemorate that extraordinary human gesture which links our two nations so profoundly through the dedication of a sculpture in Middleton County Cork to the Choctaw Nation. Kindred Spirits by Alex Pentec, with his beautiful eagle feathers arranged in a circular shape and reaching towards the sky, is a metaphor not just of the bowl filled with food, the Choctaw offered to the starving Irish women, men and children, but also of the Choctaw's love for life and for humanity and of the solidarity we share with all those who dwell on this fragile planet. And all of this last year, and particularly since Paris, when we signed the Climate Change Declaration, or when discussed in New York sustainable development, I've been impressed by how much we have to learn from the indigenous peoples of our planet, who had a relationship with nature that was in balance and in symmetry before the great irrational despoilation that would be visited upon so much of our planet that would bring it to the point of destruction. <laughs> we are reminded of how strongly art speaks to us across oceans and generations and across time and of the important imprint and legacy of great craftsmen and designers who are letting their soul out through their skill. Before I conclude, may I thank then all our talented, talented designers and craftspeople who made possible through their imagination, skill, and their patience, their their creativity, so much of beauty, endurance and joy 
And I thank also those who provide the opportunities, the insight, the help, and the encouragement. For without those who value performance, access, and the importance of culture in our lives, as I've said, not as anything ever residual, but as an essential structure, nothing would at all be possible. So all of you allies in culture, performance and appreciation, you're also welcome here today. Now I'd like to conclude by thanking all those who've worked so hard on behalf of the Oris to make this a wonderful occasion for you. The Oris staff work very, very hard, and they do so with enthusiasm. And I get hundreds of letters saying about the friendliness and the pleasure that they take in providing what was provided here. The OPW assist us with the tent, and also as well as that, all those who prepared prepare the, prepare the food. Now I want to say this is a special day altogether, because we have as MC John Kelly, a living legend, who will simply... Really, radio's most important asset, who knows more about world, classical, and contemporary music, and who has more courage than anybody else in moving the public to an appreciation of eclectic music than John Kelly. And to our talented entertainers, David O'Connor, Keen McBride, Rory Haragon, Barry Ryan, Cormac Keegan, Tara Viscardi, Mabel Rourke, Satanta Strings, Randolph and the Croakers, Bjorgen, Duke Special and the Sprite. When Chanavas Oktafad, Sabine and I are so greatly looking forward to seeing and hearing more performances in a few minutes. But I'm on On my own behalf and on your behalf, I salute the hard work and feeling good humour and all of the culinary staff skills too of the staff here in Oris and Uthron. Our thanks. <laughs> My thanks to Dee and his staff for the sound, which reputation that goes before us. I'm thankful to the civil defence. Our thanks to the to the our friends and John of God's who help us circulate the the program. Our defence forces, our Gashka volunteers. Sabina and I hope that you have a wonderful afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your time here. Thank you for coming. May I wish you health and happiness, not just for this afternoon, but for the red not or the rest of the year, but for the rest of your lives. Winnie Gitana Vasan Thronona is Berbanach.